Hello, and welcome to Unrequested with Rad and Shank. I'm Rad. This Shank. And uh, I knew we were going to nail that. Yeah, we did. I just we started did. nodding yes for no reason. Like, this feels, I noticed this you, feels serious. Well, I noticed you weren't looking at me. So <laughs> yeah. I think that's one of it. Yeah. Because I was listening to last week's episode and I realized we're cracking up because you were looking at me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, anyway. So, but you know what, man? It's all good because yeah. I don't, I don't want to lose that comedy that we have in the beginning. Not at all, I mean? man. Like, that's that's, that's kind of are. the appeal of it, right? Something's tickling my nose. It's either my. <laughs> My mustache is it a, hairs uh, are curled up, or I have long nostril. I was hairs. gonna say, is it a wild nostril hair? Yeah, or okay. is there some fur on the mic? I mm, no, it's that's nothing. your mic. I hope uh, no. I do not do cocaine. Okay, <laughs> that is right. not what I'm doing. Because <laughs> I'm always, if you guys can see me, I'm like rubbing my nose a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like there's a tickle going okay. going well, on over here. If you, if you hear anything funny or any sniff, sniffing, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Shanks just trying to trying to clear out his nose. Yeah, uh, Got so, hair everywhere. W- for this episode, we thought it would be a good idea to kind of tap into our expertise a little bit uh, more professionally. You know, we have a varied expertise and various um, things. Right? Yeah. But uh, previously, I was in the corporate structure for 20 years. Um, I did a lot of hiring. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shank currently is, is in the corporate structure. He's also a consultant on the side um, in HR. Mm-hmm. So it'd be kind of, we'd be remiss if we did not tap into that for our audience at some point or another yeah. or multiple points. We're going to, you know, we'll probably touch on these things uh, more than once. Uh, if you if you're a consistent listener, I think you remember that we had talked about LinkedIn um, previously on an episode uh, briefly. And so uh, I told Shank, I said, you know, we need to do an episode about like job interviews. Yeah. Because right? I think what, what got my attention on the subject was somebody was mentioning that people don't dress up for job interviews anymore. And some of the zoom, you know, I get it, man. If it's just your top half, you mm-hmm. maybe you're not wearing pants. I, I don't have a problem with that, but they're wearing like a t-shirt or just a polo or something or college, you know, I, I don't know. Um, so it kind of got me thinking about like, what, what is the standard for job interviews now? Yeah. I, I know what my standards were. Um, and I know what I, what we used to have to do. So I'd like to kind of touch on, uh, what it was, what's it like to go get a job now, mm-hmm. right? To go apply for one, apply for a job, start there. Yeah. And then, um, what is it to, uh, what's, how do we, how do you ace your job interview and you being, you know, uh, why don't you walk through your current title? Cause you were a recruiter. Yeah. Now. Uh, you're something else, yeah. but, you're, <laughs> but you're also, I always refer to you as an HR director, but I think that's incorrect. Yeah. Um, well, my, my, my level, it's, it's it's an equivalency to it. Okay, but so we're, I'm not wrong. Yeah, okay. no, yeah. Because I was always told, no, he's an HR director. Yeah. Which no one believes because of the way you, <laughs> the way you joke around with everyone. I'm yeah. like, I was like, uh, I said, yeah, and he's an HR director. And they're like, what? And, he, and then you're always like, yeah, we're the worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? We so, are. Um, so. We are. And then you also now are doing some HR consulting on the side. Yeah. So you are, um, and you know, you've you have a master's degree and this stuff like this is your wheelhouse. It's my bread and butter. Exactly. Man. Yeah. So I feel that our audience really benefit our listeners would just really benefit from your knowledge. And why not tap into that and help anyone who's, you know, uh, looking to get a job or mm. maybe get a new job or, or, or just, Hey man, you're just listening and this is just good stuff to have. Right. Yeah. Cause in your current job, you know, I got, prom- you know, we, we've gotten promoted up in, in jobs we've had multiple times. So you have to interview mm-hmm. these, these interview skills will help you in your, and if you want to move up in the current structure that you're in. Yeah, right? absolutely. So there's never a point where these skills aren't helpful. Right? Yeah. Um, and me being an entrepreneur, entrepreneur now, 
<laughs> me being an entrepreneur i don't know why that whole sentence together was just would like, you like i'm thinking cardi b pull, 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 pull. <laughs> so me being an entrepreneur and I'm like there's times i'm interviewing with like um, one of my videos was sponsored and i had to interview with the uh, company that was going to sponsor it yeah and, and it wasn't an interview per se but it was just a matter of like working out the deals but i treat it like an interview mm-hmm. right i want to put my best foot forward i want to leave a good impression so they feel comfortable putting money towards a project that I'm producing. Yeah. Um, you know, stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. so it's, you know, these skills are, are crucial in, in, in all those aspects. That said, let's start with applying for a job. Mm-hmm. Now, when I, when I was younger, the last time I had a job <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or cause you know, I worked the same place for 20 years. So when you applied for a job, you would walk into places and ask for a job application. Yeah. Right. You look at a place, you're like, that looks like a cool place to work. And yeah. you walk in and ask for a job. And I, when I got hired at ADT, I was so surprised because they were so like, to me, that was so modern. They were like, I was like, how do I apply for a job? Uh, do you guys accepting applications? They're like, go around to the side. Um, and there's a phone bank, pick up one of the phones and, you know, do these steps and then you can apply for a job. And I was like, oh, okay. So that was so futuristic to me. Oh my God. They have like <laughs> these phones. Like it's not just a paper application. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, people weren't even like applying online yet. Yeah. That wasn't a thing. Uh, and so now I doubt that anyone is just walking into a place to apply. And I think I did hear from time to time, I'm like in a Dairy Queen or something. And I hear someone come, y'all hiring. You know, and the guy's like, yeah, you got to apply online. You know what I mean? And I think even like the Y'all hiring. (laughs) I'm serious. I just envisioned like Bonquisha walking in there. Y'all hiring. It's it's interesting. But it's like not even, you don't even, like even that impression, even though that's a a regular employee. Yeah. Do you think he's going to mention to anyone that you came in looking for a job? If you you don't put your best foot forward, even in that interaction. Mm -hmm. You know, even when I used to go into random places and ask for an application, I was courteous and polite. And I made sure I dressed up. Yeah. And, and, you know, maybe not fully dressed up but but presentable to where like oh they'd be happy to give me an application and then they were nicer they would tell me how to put it in or bring it back to my to the manager Mm -hmm. on this day or bring it back and they'll give it to whatever the case may be yeah anyway the the modern world has gotten away from that which it's about it's a bit easier you don't have to go through that god that was grueling jennifer do you remember that like and you probably had to do a couple times like that was i used to be so scared to like walk up walk into stores and like our places and ask for an application. I used to be so afraid of that. I don't know why, you know, it was, it just was so yeah. tense and like, you know, just gave me anxiety. Yeah. Um, but now everyone's got it made. You just apply online. Yeah. You apply, online. you know, yeah. you don't have to have that first stressful interaction. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so why don't you expand on the current way people apply for jobs? And if, as you're explaining that you can kind of explain, get it, give any tips or anything you want to give to people who, you know, um, are looking for jobs and applying. Now I'm not saying looking for jobs online, looking for any job. Mm-hmm. You probably have to apply online nowadays. You know? Yeah. Um, and you just touch on that and, and, and like what that world looks like now and any advice you want to give in that realm. Yeah. And I think just the application process has evolved from walking in the door to applying online. Now applying online is, it's still a thing. Because, you know, it's the formality, it's the compliance piece. You got to fill out certain things, right. answer certain questions. Are you above 21? Can you work in the U.S.? Right. Those basic formality things. But now getting a job is the power of networking. You have to be able to connect with people, use platforms that are available to you to connect with other people. You know, for example, LinkedIn is probably by far the strongest search engine, in my opinion, 
that can connect you not only with opportunities that are available out there, but also people that are in the industry. So what are the, so LinkedIn, you bring up a lot. What, yeah. are, what are other ones? Like I've heard of Indeed. Yeah, Indeed is more so you build your own job profile and then you just kind of get hit up with jobs. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. LinkedIn moves beyond just jobs. There's, it's like the Facebook of career searching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you'll connect. I connect with a lot of people that are in the HR industry and I not only do that, but I also see networking opportunities that are available for me to join. To your to um, that point, you've told me I need to get on LinkedIn. Yeah, I have, man. Because <laughs> I'm like, what do I need to be on LinkedIn? I man. own my own business. And you were like, for networking. And you, I think you've tried to explain it to me, but I'm kind of yeah. like, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I don't, I don't grasp it because my, my connection mentally to LinkedIn is like, it's only if you're looking for a job. Yeah. And you've tried to explain to me more that it's about networking. So yeah. I'm glad you're kind of explaining that a bit. Yeah. And, and it, you know, like when I first started at working at my, my company where I am today, I didn't understand the power of networking until I started to uh, do the recruiting aspect of my job. Um, Everybody knew everybody. I was getting referrals, recommendations. Um, People were a part of certain groups or clubs within cybersecurity and they will literally will meet a hiring manager. They don't know they're the hiring manager, but they will meet a person that will be able to like make a decision on their employment. And if you have a connection that not only just bleeds work in with personal and there's a culture culture fit and you kind of understand each other, then there's an immediate connection. Then that hiring manager would be like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to leave this person in my back pocket. So if I have another opportunity that becomes available I'm going to reach out to this guy. So the application process is still a thing. I'll say it's, for, it's more for the formal compliance checks, but mm-hmm. networking is, is by far the most powerful thing because now when I, the industry that I'm in today, I I see it because I do it myself now. Um, for example, when you get someone that's a mentor, they'll tell you this. They'll say you need to get into certain clubs or certain activities or certain forms or certain Whatever it is, you know, there's other things that you can get involved in. I do um, what is called as HR Unlocked, where we basically go to um, uh, women that have been incarcerated and it's called the Women's Being Project. Shout out to them. And they get them kind of ready for um, the workforce. Well, I go in 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 those situations and I do resume critique. I help out with interviewing. And then there's also, I do it for all of men. It's called step 13, where they do the same thing where people that are coming out of jail, looking to get back into the career field, I go visit their facility too. But while I'm doing that, I'm rubbing shoulders with like the CHRO of Goodwill. I'm right, having conversations right. with the SVP of marketing with, you know, with, I don't know, Deloitte, but oh, you're, you're exchanging cards. And right, then after, right. after you do that charitable give back, we all go and we have drinks and we right. talk about the impact of the moment, uh, how did it move us, having conversations, right. where are you from? So that is where you can utilize those types of groups and right. grow beyond that. And I can't tell you guys how many times where I've actually got job opportunities. Mm. Now, I've been with my current place for I'm going on seven years, like right. actually as long as I've been at uh, when I was at ADT Tyco back in the day. Right. But um I, I would probably I haven't at first of all, I haven't applied to a job in years yeah. because I network. I oh, have so conversations. Have I build offer. relationships. Right. Yeah. And then they know what I'm capable of. And then there's reciprocity. You bring them into your organization. You say, oh, my gosh, I know someone that does consulting on a specific of employment mm. relations. I'm going to bring this person in and lead a seminar like there's reciprocity. Okay, You're building okay. a relation or they'll pull you into a situation 
um, to advise or guide or whatever the case may be. So that's the power of like networking is you guys are showing off each other, but Mm -hmm. more importantly, you're seeing how each other is capable. Um, and it's, it's, it's a powerful thing. Well, it's like, it, it sounds like it, you know, how we used to say, I say to my employees all the time, I'm like, you, you don't interview every day. Like, oh yeah. You know, Cause you remember my department was a higher department. So I'd interview front, you know, two, three departments below mine mm-hmm. to, to promote them into my department. Yeah. And so when people would come in and have a great interview, they'd and I'd give them feedback later. I'm like, well, you, you do need to take into consideration that 60%, 70% of your interview is what I see every day. Mm-hmm. You had a great interview in front of me, but I've seen your work every day. Yeah. Now, you know, show me that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I think to your to that point, you're you, as you're networking, you're being interviewed every day with these mm-hmm. people. That's, Absolutely, that's amazing. Man. So, and then and then the spirit of or on the the uh, same note as networking, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, picture profile picture and uh, LinkedIn, sexy or professional portrait. Oh, you gotta go professional. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there's so there's there's so many different like, no glamour shot, no sexy glamour shot or like ah, or man. like um duck lip selfie. No, no, none of that. None of yeah. that. But I will say this though, like it depends on your swim lane, like of, of industry. Mm. So like if you are Because if I was to start a LinkedIn if you're fitness, yeah. Okay. Should I have my shirt on? Or off. It's appropriate for your swim lane to probably have your shirt off. <laughs> or are you like doing like a high kick yeah, or yeah. something like that? Okay. Like, oh, yeah. Or, or okay. if you're in like maintenance and plumbing or something uh, like that and you take a picture with your, with your, got with it. Your okay. That tool belt on. Yeah. But you are also telling people which lane to put you in to your point. Oh, absolutely. Like if you want to expand into other careers, like when Jennifer got laid off, right? Mm-hmm. She did not want to go back into the same career she had. Right. Because right? it wasn't for number one, it's not her degree. She kind of ended up in that career and she did it, you know, um, but she, she was like, no, I, I don't want to go back into that work. And the only people reaching out were the people looking for that kind of work. Yeah. Um, so let's say if you're like done with that, you know, I don't want to be an electrician anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I want a desk job. Then maybe you shouldn't dress up like an electrician in your picture. Cause that's what people are going to. Yeah. Know. You're so, going to have to pivot. Right, I mean, there's yeah. ways where I mean, granted, you're going to get those offers, but oh, then yeah. you have to pick and choose. Yeah. On that note. Um, Jennifer, I, I didn't understand all the, I guess, tags. Or what would you call them? Meta tags. We had a, a great friend of ours. Shout out to no, uh, Missy Noel. Uh, she came in and she helped Jennifer fix her LinkedIn. And you you had given Jennifer some advice too. Yeah. But Missy came and sat down with Jennifer and was like, change this, 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 this. And it was like. Keywords. Keywords. And it was mm. like this whole underbelly of like things you need to do to, to, to start showing up in job searches. And I yeah. was like, what? Yeah. Uh, you know, because I guess I didn't. I still don't understand how LinkedIn works. I, I guess I thought maybe when you put it on there, you went out and looked for jobs, but I think it's the other way around, right? Yeah. Well, you can still search for jobs on okay. LinkedIn and then there's um, some companies have easy apply. So like okay. if you have a LinkedIn profile and you find you their job posting, that. yeah, mm-hmm. you can just apply with your LinkedIn profile and that's your application and resume. Oh, so no more coming in with the paper resume. Yeah, when they, when they have your when they call you back in after yeah. your, after you uh, filled out your application form. Here's my here's a copy of my yeah. resume. And you got your competition <laughs> sitting right next to right, you. Right. <laughs> like oh shoot. I used to have like nice folders, so yeah. look all professional. Here's my resume. Yeah, people still do that, don't they? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, Shane told me it, it, he doesn't, they don't hand paper resumes. I, I don't mean, think now, so. Because now you don't even need that. Because even when I was still hiring at the company, I would take 
uh, an emailed resume. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. And so it was like, it was always electronic. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and just from the security aspect of it, there's mm-hmm. there's like PII, there's personal identification information mm-hmm. on there. So you would probably not want to do that because okay. you can lay someone's information down. Mm-hmm. And while it may not have social security number it's got posted, their address. but you got your address, yeah, your phone true. number, your email. Ah. You you essentially got all the things you need for a person's right. you know ID. And right. you can start fishing like, or doing whatever you yeah, want if not, you're that type of hacker. Yeah, we're though. not going to hire you, but I'll be over for dinner. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> I right. Know you live. Yeah. It's, yeah um, that I never thought about that, but that makes sense. So you had told me that. that no, nah, man, they just shoot their resume through LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. You can shoot okay, through LinkedIn. Okay. Um, and some, and you know what? Some people will reach out to me on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and they'll say, hey, we have an opportunity. Like I said, I haven't applied to a job in years. It's right. always been through conversations exploratory mm-hmm. getting to know somebody getting to know the company it's a dance like you're gonna yeah. have to dance with this person mm-hmm. for at least minimum six to nine months before you even get to a part where they, they might they consider you for a job yeah, yeah man yeah. so like when i did hr unlocked i knew i was on interview because i wanted to get in a room full of just executives so right. just to give you guys a depiction of this 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 hr group mm-hmm. If you are a vice president or higher, mm-hmm. that's that's what this group is uh, consists okay. of. Okay, I was personally invited by the director of HR who used to work at my company today, mm-hmm. and I was just the talent acquisition partner, so I didn't even have vice president in my title. Right, and I was in a room with VPs or hires. Because mm-hmm. you got it like that. just in, but just like you know <laughs> what I mean, and and just imagine like mm-hmm. the conversations I had, the knowledge that I've gained, hearing different perspectives of how they're addressing issues in their mm-hmm. workplace, whether it be culture, it's really engagement. Just getting, I mean, to be honest, oh it's, man, it's it's powerful a, to to that point. It's leveling up, right? You oh, it is. You're in the room with the right people, hearing their thoughts on things and gaining knowledge at the very least. It, yeah, you know, and putting yourself in front of them, whether you say anything or not, you were there. Yeah, you know? and you got to be willing to participate participate like yeah. every event that I, I will say out of the well, actually I will say this the first year that I did that all I was doing was building relationships mm-hmm. like I, I didn't there was no job opportunities that came because I've been doing HR Unlocked for the last five years now mm-hmm. but I would say the first year it was a grind I just needed to just be present to be yeah. consistent to show up to be professional I think that's in every even yeah. as an entrepreneur that's in everything like we were talking about real estate with uh, Twan a couple weeks ago um, and same thing, like when you mm-hmm. get into that realm, you're going to have to network with, with oh, real you estate, are, man. you know, uh, and what I do, I don't know if I network much. I network in the sense that I know other gym owners. Yeah. I have mentors that own, uh, schools and gyms and we, you know, we get together and it's good to talk to people in that, in that arena. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but we don't do, I, I wouldn't say I do a lot of networking. I guess, I guess I do cause it vents and yeah. stuff. We know each other, but networking, you know, if you're in, if you're getting into a, a, a realm, it's a good way to find a mentor or to oh, find yeah. or just find a group that you can learn from. I, I, I think that I, I don't think I know that's why these Facebook groups, like when we started a podcast, we, we needed to understand podcasting and all the stuff. And Jennifer joined groups mm-hmm. to kind of start to learn things and, and coordinate with, or, or like um, interact with these groups. Yeah. And Angie did. So it's like, to, to that point, let's just let, we have to acknowledge that networking is the current model mm-hmm. if you are trying to get in a specific field. Yeah. Now, would you, I would look at your career, right, as like executive, executive career. Would you say that? Um, I would say I'm on the fence. Okay. So, I would so say I'm more a, of a professional. So, professional and executive level, right? Yeah. Okay. So, that, so this is great information for that. Mm-hmm. Now, let's go below that line a little bit. 
to let's go minimum wage to uh to up to where you're just below you like middle management yeah okay so is the is the applying or looking for jobs in that pay structure yeah the same right are, are the steps the same like is what happened to monster.com yeah like, <laughs> like is monster.com still a thing yeah because back back when you ever heard anyone yeah about applying for before linkedin existed and everything all you ever heard about monster.com monster.com yeah it's still there it's still there mm-hmm. so is that um is linkedin for those types of jobs oh absolutely Okay. Absolutely. It, LinkedIn is for anybody and everybody. Okay. There's, I mean, it, like I said, it depends on the, the lane you're swimming in professionally, mm-hmm. or if you're just trying to just get your feet well, wet, you know, you can, there's cashiers, there's Dude, it's supervisors, funny you janitors. That. I mean, there's anything on there. Yeah. I, I mean, it's funny you mentioned that because our, our friend, you know, Jake, you know, Jake. He's oh yeah. A yeah. There's a mechanic. And so yeah. he, he had a, he was, a, he had left his job and went to it and it was a, he had a horrible experience. So then he said, uh, right in the, when he was like reaching the end of his like rope as far as being mistreated as at his new job, mm-hmm. um, somebody reached. I think it was on Indeed, a, a new shop reached out to him through Indeed, and he was like, "Hell yeah, I'll come over." And then he's like, "So he didn't even have to go look for a job. Like they they reached out to him, mm-hmm. you know." So I was I and then I was kind of shocked. I was like, "Wait, mechanics are on Indeed?" Yeah, <laughs> like I felt like that was maybe one of the professions you still went in and like, "Hey man, uh, you know I'm a I, I work on radiators or I don't know, yeah. <laughs> you know like I'm good." with transmissions you yeah know? um i went to this diesel college yeah or, what, or, or automotive uh, college i didn't i didn't understand mm-hmm. so i think that's so to your point so you're so anyone listening guys it does not matter what level of pay structure or what level of job you are looking for um shank is saying uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. Like you need to be online in these platforms yeah and, and, and you're gonna and i'm gonna quote you here you're rating linkedin as top tier yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Top tier is number one. Right? Yep. Get it right. Now we've talked about the picture. I, I brought that up as a joke because I'm half joking, but but really, <laughs> yeah. Really, get a decent picture up there, man. Mm-hmm. I'm not no selfies, no shirtless. Like at the same time, though, don't I, I don't know. I kind of laugh at the uh, the yearbook professional photo. Yeah. I actually have Jennifer and I have those, but we had to take them at our previous job. Oh. You know. But I I don't know. I I think those aren't personable. I think. I, when I see that, I kind of like, eh. No, yeah. That's, that's a good picture to have. It is a good picture. I don't yeah. know why I don't. It doesn't stand out to me. Yeah. Um. I think they look like business card photos. Like when you have your real estate agent give you a business card and their picture's on there, that's yeah. what it looks like, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. I think somewhere in the middle still look presentable, but maybe more. Maybe it looks more natural. Yeah. Well, that and also sense. images is everything because as these recruiters are, are what they call is like sourcing for talent um, mm-hmm. and they're building pipelines, meaning they're collecting LinkedIn profiles mm-hmm. for an anticipated headcount to be hired against, and they can just start hitting these people up. But before you do that, you, you look at pictures and it kind of like, cause I used to recruit. Mm-hmm. So you kind of look at not only the image does absolutely matter. Cause mm-hmm. it's in my space where we're managing consulting firms specifically in cybersecurity. So you're going to be client engaging. So can you be in front of a client that, you know, you're working on a, a $1.5 million solution, mm-hmm. you know, plan on, are you polished enough? But it doesn't mean that it's for all jobs, cause right. the, but that's just the space that I'm in where yeah. you do have to do those types of things to be more presentable. But it gives the recruiter an opportunity to see, like, do they fit it? And then right. that's just a quick little check. Now, there's some bias and unconscious biases that, oh, yeah, that comes with to, that. You, can igno- you, you, can, don't, you don't even, I mean, whether you choose to acknowledge it or not, 
they're there. We all have them. Yeah, because right? I met a guy. <laughs> he was at, it was Cybersecurity Awareness Month. It was Seesaw. And actually, Angie came out there. I was, I had, a, uh, had to go recruit at NYU, New York University. Okay. Um, at their cybersecurity event and Angie came out with me and she came and met up with her girlfriend. It was a good day, but I remember meeting this guy. I can't remember. I know his name was Alan, but I can't remember his last name. Mm-hmm. When I say like, someone that was just not polished, mm-hmm. just, it, he, he was not that guy. He okay. was, his hair was kind of wiry. Right. Uh, he was kind of short, stocky. His mm-hmm. shirt was kind of undone. So it's uncut. Yeah, but when I when he and I we had and I don't judge book by his cover. Yeah, I, of I you know me. I talk well, yeah, to anybody. Yeah, yeah. And so when we were talking, I'm like, oh man, you you know you cool people. You know, let me exchange my card. I de- I would love to like, go on LinkedIn with you. There goes the networking piece. Yeah, yeah. And come to find out, this dude was like the head of their internal cybersecurity solutions at like a big company. I won't oh. name, but at a very big company. And I looked at him and I'm like, wait a minute. But but then when I went on his LinkedIn, right. totally different. He was absolutely right. polished with the suit. And well, that goes to the tilted to the side, <laughs> you know, like a prom I picture. think that goes to the whole like, you know, yes, listen, I'm all about don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Like, don't put anyone in a box. But there's also put your best foot forward. Yeah. So I don't want to hear any of the whole, well, take me as I am. Like, dude, listen, uh-huh. get your foot in the door. Yeah. And then you can you can show them who you are. Yeah. But you got to get your foot in the door. And that is it is what it is. Yeah, right? it is. And that's some old school thinking on my part, but it's still prevalent today. Oh, it know? is. Absolutely. So just, just be smart in how you present it. You know, like uh, it, it, that old saying. And now I'm, this is a perfect time for us to segue into the job interview. Right. Yeah. Dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Right. And my, I took that to like work towards the job you want, not the job you have. When I would tell people, you know. Your work speaks. Understand when you apply for a different department, mm-hmm. when you're trying to be promoted, oh, up, yeah. they're going to come talk to me. Yeah, they are. Right? So understand that every day, you back to that, you interview. Mm-hmm. So the work you're giving me, I'm not, I don't badmouth anyone, but I'm going to be honest about the work you deliver. Yeah. Right? And I'm, it's not going to be in a negative light. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to say bad things about you. But they're going to, you know, I have to be honest towards mm-hmm. someone who's considering you over another candidate who probably works harder. Yeah. To that point. Uh, or, or, so that, that's, that's a, sorry, I digress. <laughs> back, back to um, putting your best foot forward. Yeah. Right? It, it came again to the fact that people aren't dressing up for interviews. When I interviewed people, right, if you didn't dress up, I didn't even interview you. If yeah. you were late to your interview, I used to go to the front desk. They say, Rad, there's an interview out front. Um, your interviews up front or they'd say, Rad, you have an eight o'clock interview. And then mm-hmm. I'd check in 820. I would call the front desk and say, if they show up, tell them, you know, yeah. schedule or, you know, we're good. We're good. Right? Yeah. You would, now, you would give them till 820, 20 I give, minutes I, I after give them 15 minutes. Now there were times that people would call. I'd call the front and Janet, you guys remember Janet. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Janet, yeah. Janet would be like, she'd be like, um, they called, uh, the, the snow It's the blizzard. Their, their, their bus is running late. Oh, okay. Well just let, let them know where I'm here. So yeah. if you gave me notice, I was fine. Yeah. Right. Then it became, um, when you walked in, what did you look like? At the mm-hmm. very least, I expect you in slacks and a button up shirt. Right. Yeah. Now I loved people who came in in full suits. I thought that was so professional. Uh, women, women who dressed very nice. Um, but if you came in like in your casual, like jeans and stuff, it just, I just didn't see an effort and that could be mm-hmm. old school again for me, the way I was raised. It's like, no, you, you dress up for a job interview. I don't care if I was applying at Dairy Queen, Burger King. I always looked presentable. Yeah. Right. And that's just, 
That's like the how we were taught to do it. Mm-hmm. To think that people are going and I and I get the dot coms or you know if I'm saying that right, but like the Googles and everything. Like, oh no, we have a casual atmosphere. Blah blah. blah. Yeah, be casual later, but put yeah. your best foot forward. Yeah. What is your take on appearance? Like, I don't care. Like. Okay, again, tattoos aren't really a taboo anymore, right? But of course, if you're wearing a long sleeve shirt, just get in the door. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think that that's a, an issue. But like, you know, I don't really care about your hairdo. But maybe, you know, we used to say this: like, if you go into a job interview with purple hair, yeah, you know, I mean, you're, you're kind of telling. And I don't think that's bad if you still have a great interview. I'm like, well, I don't really care what your hair looks like. Mm-hmm. But everything speaks says something. Is your presence and your charisma louder than your hair? Right. Does that make sense? <laughs> that makes right? total sense. Or your hair, you know, you're trying to make a statement in the way that you look, like you're, you know, you know, I don't know, F authority, but I'm your yeah. gonna be your manager. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So those are the things I, I you know, I want people to to consider. Yeah. Okay. And I don't want to hear I don't want people to get upset. Oh, I'm I am who I am, take me as I am. Then you're gonna take the job that that gets you. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? So what? Give me, you break it down. Yeah. Like, let's start with appearance, and then we're going to lead into. Um, you have a whole bunch of tips because we need to get into. This is what we want to tap into. Is that you've applied for the job, you got the interview. Um, did we miss a step in there? No. Okay. So you applied for the job, right? For whatever, however you applied. Yeah. Now they want to interview you. Um, is the first interview a phone interview? Um. Cause that's how we did it. We did a phone interview if you, and it was like a quick five, 10 minute phone interview with a, a coordinator. Yeah. A recruiter, a recruiter. Yep. Then you got pushed into a live interview and that's when I would step in and interview people. Yep. So is that still the, usually how it's, how it's done? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Recruiter screens is what they call or a pre-screen okay. and, they, and all, all of the recruiters doing that's this. Right. Just, pre-screening. Yeah. Pre-screening. Yeah. They just, they're just validating not only, uh, your, your resume against right. the job, but Gauging interest. Is this something that you're interested in? Listen, guys, in? recruiters share information from the pre-screening. I used to show oh, up for the interview with a, and they'd give me the file and the, the, the packets that you filled out. And then they would give me their input from the pre-screening. Oh, man. I would have when uh-huh. I when I had I, – because I recruited for all of corporate, so that's eight different areas. And so when I submitted my candidates, it wasn't just submitting a resume. Yeah. I had a resume attached. I had um, the candidate's name. Mm-hmm my pre-screen notes, basically yeah. what's most relevant based on what the hiring managers told me saying, these yeah. are the skills while this is the job description, but listen for these things. If they mm-hmm. have these things, Pat drilling on these mm-hmm. and then I would have pre-screen notes and then I would have compensation expectation. Yeah. Cause a lot of times when you get in, into the interview conversations, a lot of the deal breakers is you, you're, you're applying to a job that's only paying a hundred thousand. Yeah. You're expecting one fifty. Well, yeah, I can save we, you some time. <laughs> I can save you some yeah. time and, and let's set expectations out the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the pay range that we're working with here mm-hmm. and you're obviously exceeding it. So that's well, probably more likely a DQ, but yeah. are there flex, is there flexibility here? Cause yeah. based on my pre-screen notes, you're fit. Exactly. Like I would love to submit you to the, to the manager. Well, and to your notes and to your, you know, you're a fit. So your pre-screening is a fit. Now yeah. that's not always the case uh, in the sense that some people interview well on the phone. Yeah. And they don't interview well in person or they don't interview well on the phone and they interview well in person. Cause I'd show up for an interview and they say, Oh, this person has this, you know, really great. Um, I think they're going to be a great candidate. And I'd be like, okay, yeah. sweet. And I'd get excited and go in there and I'm like, Horrible interview. And I'd come back and I felt bad telling the recruiter, no, nah, I'm not going to go with them. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I thought I, and I was like, well, and I have to break it all down. And I would read my notes to them. 
And I had vice versa. We're like, I don't know. They, they didn't seem engaged on the phone and kind of got a rotten attitude or they just, you know, they had to ask me the same question three times. Uh, and then I'm like, or they right. didn't answer or your they question. Didn't answer the question. Yeah. They couldn't tell me this. <laughs> so I go into the, and then I'm like, all right. And then kind of, they've kind of given me a, a certain mindset when I go in and I go in and they nail the interview and I'm like, Oh, this person's great. Yeah. You know? And so maybe they just don't talk well on the phone. Oh, so, yeah. so guys, you know, understand that both are interviews. Yeah. So they pick up that phone, you know, you, cons- that's an interview. Mm-hmm. And then the next one is an interview. So you try to nail them both. Yeah. Right? And, and, so. and be nice to the recruiter. That's what I'm saying. The yeah. recruiter is going to, is exactly the one that's going to be that. selling you inside. to the person that's going to interview <laughs> yeah. you. Or honestly, but you guys pay me to probably understand that pre-screening with that recruiter, it decides if you even get that interview. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, yeah. so build on that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no. And, you know, the recruiter, like I said, it's they're going to be your biggest selling, your, your your biggest cheerleader through the entire process. Yeah. Especially if you did not apply and they reached out to you. Mm-hmm. They're basically saying, I'm going to put my name on you because... Very I found you on, on yep. LinkedIn or yep. I sourced you on whatever I'm platform. I'm very excited about this person. Yep. Yep. Yeah, man. So that's, yeah. So, th- and that's, that's their reputation as oh, far yeah. as, as a recruiter. Oh yeah. Right. And, and companies yeah. incentivize recruiters for getting, um, um, candidates to hire that did not apply, meaning that nice. they actually reached out and had to sell the company. Oh, really? So yeah, you'll okay. have like, bonus components like how many candidates that were net new sourced versus uh application versus referral all that's there's different components that recruiters are measured against well and then um, you you have attrition rates and everything and yeah you have you have goal you have a hiring uh matrix that you have to meet and so they're putting yeah yeah so so just just best foot forward best foot forward So now you've you've passed the pre-screening yeah you're stepping into a room with with me or shankle yeah right appearance like what what is your taste so i gave my two cents yeah right? you know, give oh me, man give me your five cents i mean appearance <laughs> is everything especially in my space like like we're, you know we're cybersecurity on the management consulting right. side and so um you have to be polished up no matter what position you're going for in the company now we do have a very relaxed culture where we do allow jeans and button-ups but to your point once you're earlier, in the door once you're in the door yeah, yeah to your point earlier like I get, get know, in the door first i need to know that undress to impress days <laughs> yeah you can dress to impress <laughs> yeah that you you didn't come to your uh, interview with the you know in jeans because you have no pairs of slacks at that's home. right <laughs> you know what that's I'm right so anyway, yeah go ahead. <laughs> yeah no man and that's critical i mean because that's the culture that 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 it's embedded in the company and that that's really the biggest piece where a lot of people tend to find rubs when they get a new job is they may have secured that job but is it a right culture fit mm. are the values that that company embodies isn't in align with with what you're expecting what about community can, service can I, mean, I expand on that a little bit yeah so yeah. so that's a millennial um hiring mindset right yeah and the reason i know this is because uh circa like 2010 2012 yeah we had to go through a, a training because the workforce was changing and we were it was like a running joke with us God, I'm going to say this older managers and I'm not an older manager, but like not the Gen Xers. And yeah. Stuff, right? Yeah. The Gen Xers, the baby boomers. It was like, do your job. Cause I told you to, right. You do a good job. You take pride in your work and you do it cause you're being paid to do it. Clock in, clock out. Right. And then it was hard to, so we had the, when it came to the millennial workforce that was growing mm-hmm. in the corporate structure, we had to go through courses to learn to deal with millennial employees Right. Yeah. And in learning to deal with them, it was in, it was uh buy-in, mm-hmm. right. An investment in the company culture. 
believing in what you were doing, right? Or you yeah. would not do it or yeah. be comfortable doing it or be excited about it. It wasn't about, well, I get a paycheck, so I'm just going to do the best job possible. Mm-hmm. It became, unless they believe in the job or have, or somehow get invested in it, they, they will, they don't feel compelled to do the best job. So it was like, we had to learn how to shift the way we managed people. Yeah. It wasn't hard for me. Cause I was always kind of that way. I would tap into whatever motivated you mm-hmm. and I would manage you that way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people would be like, well, you treat someone so different. Yes. Because he has there's a different way to get to you to him than it is yeah. to get to you. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't manage you all the same. That would, I, if I did that, that would be militant and it would just would not, you know, then no one would be happy. Mm-hmm. Right? It'd be do your job and shut up. Yeah. Right? Which is <laughs> yeah. not how I wanted to do it. Yeah. But that was what we were learning. The more Melinda to, I mean, so you exactly what you said, mm-hmm. culture, like they want to feel that they're in, the, they're working, uh, within a company that has the culture that fits them or do, the company itself as a whole, even if the manager sucks and everything, they can get behind what the company does. Yeah. Right. So I'm glad you touched on it. Cause I remember going through courses like they had to like, and it was like, I was one of the younger managers at the time. So it was like some of my older counterparts. They all had to like, they get, were struggling. Yeah. They had to get their mind into like this, like we're now managing a, a, a majority millennial workforce. We have to understand their needs and their, their wants. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and how to get the most, uh, how to make them the most effective. So yep. it's funny you mentioned that because now that's obviously, you know, that was eight years ago. Now that is the that's primary the thing, workforce, man. right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, so. and companies are now adjusting their recruiting philosophy accordingly because mm. they know that social responsibility or um, stand making a stand against racial injustice, mm. diversity, equity, and inclusion right. programs, like all Do those you things. Have- diversity numbers to hit no we don't not okay. today okay not today. i remember that they used to have diversity scorecards yes. that's what they were called yeah yep. diversity scores. so we, I, I would get numbers because they were like we need and the recruiter would tell me yeah uh, they were a great diversity hire yeah and i was told to like oh that's too bad you know we need it you know we need to hit a percentage and it was like and I would just blow that off because it didn't matter to me. It was kind of yeah, like if you could do the job, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, yeah, that yeah. stuff walt, rolled off my back. But it yeah. was always interesting that it would come up. Right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was just wondering. I, I would hope that it didn't exist anymore. And there was at that time, I don't think it was anything racist. It was really like we don't want to present ourselves as a company that primarily only hires this type of employee. Yeah. So I so to ensure that because uh, again our involuntary biases right Mm -hmm. or or unknowing Mm -hmm. biases uh we may hire people who we're comfortable with Mm -hmm. right they kind of talk like us or look like us Mm -hmm. um and so it's important to set a standard and how else do you do that besides giving people a scorecard and saying you need to consider these other people yeah well and also depends on the company too so Mm -hmm. like if you're publicly traded you actually are required to report off of they're called affirmative oh. action. It's called an affirmative action plan, AAP okay. plan. I, I remember AAP. Where, yeah, okay. where it shows your diversification. But if you're publicly traded, you're required. But if you're private, mm-hmm. I mean, you're not required. Mm-hmm. But if you have plans to go public, you'll probably want to start putting these things in place to. Dude, that's so interesting. Yeah. I did not realize that. So there's, that. there's certain yeah. standards, yeah, depending on company size, right. what you do in the space. Sometimes a sales opportunity will get stalled because. Now, um, like, for example, if you're a cybersecurity company and you go to a go to bid for some business, 
the customer will probably ask, what's your diversity, equity, inclusion plan? Oh. Or how many how many people that's going to work this job that's of minority? Do you th- like there's going to and then if they can't yeah. if you can't meet their requirement, right. more than likely or not, you're going to lose that bid. That's an interesting uh, yeah. fact. I did not. So it's, I was it's unaware. Go- of that. Yeah, it's going okay. into the sales space, too. Now, Man, that's deep. Yeah. Um. So. Before we move on to the the questions you brought, the, yeah. the job interview notes that you brought, um, let me ask you something. Social media. Yeah. When you're hiring, do you glance at their social media? No. Okay. No. Do companies do that? Yes. Okay. Do you agree or disagree? I disagree. Okay. Because well, I agree. Oh, you agree? That yeah. They, yeah. Now, why yeah. do you disagree? I, I disagree because I think you'll learn about somebody through the interview process right. more so than you'll learn about their social media platform. Okay. I, I rather to keep personal and professional separate because mm-hmm. I, I know the different dynamics that in, in, in the words that I'll say it, it's code switching. Like there's going, mm. you're, there's a, there's a work, Justin, there's a social media, Justin, ah, there's yes. a dad, Justin, there's a rad and shank, Justin, mm. mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like there's different levels to me. And so I, I, I wouldn't want to be measured against any of those things to, to equate. That's who I am. I rather mm. you just, this is work, Justin. Mm. And like, and so I'm very private from the from the perspective. I only have a few friends that I allow that follow that work with me. Mm-hmm. And actually, a lot of the people that follow our, our Instagram page, mm-hmm. those are the ones that I'm like, I follow back on Instagram because right, right, right. we know each other right. personally. They know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, nothing's going to shock. But them. nothing's going to shock them. Exactly. Okay. Like they just know this is Justin. Okay. And so like you're a closet Trump supporter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> what? What's this? Uh, but, so. Okay. Yeah. I, so that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so the reason I agree with looking into those things is because ultimately I guess I've always agreed on hats. Okay. I was raised yeah. in the military. You know, I, if I go to work, I have my work hat on. When I'm with my friends, I'm to have that hat on. Yeah. Home, I have that. And I, but it, as I've gotten older, I don't know if I, if those hats shift as much as I think they do. Mm. I think they shift in the sense that I behave different in the way that I talk probably the yeah. most. Right. But I don't think I behave morally any different. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I just remember instances where, Employees were threatening each other and HR went on Facebook and found the threats. Yeah. And so we had to address it. I right? actually remember that. Yes, you do. <laughs> and so I remember employees threatening to do things at the job. Yeah. And, you know, and I believe there's consequences for the way you behave. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the, the current structure of the world right now is these people did not have uh, – there weren't enough consequences, so people thought they can go so far. I'll yeah. go as far as even going to the Capitol. I thought you could go, you can cross all these lines because they, because the way you behaved online did not create any consequences for you. That's very true. And so, case in point, I love when those people who go out and act racist and do that stuff, they lose their jobs. And you know what? Because that is still you. And whether you're on the clock or not, you represent the company That's you right. work for, right? That's right. And so I. I don't worry about me because when I started my gym, Master Tran, my mentor, was very clear with me. He said, and I don't know if he saw something on social media that made him lecture me like this, but yeah. I don't think I ever really showed two different versions of myself. I think when you're younger, you're a little more temperamental, right? Yeah. That's why I always say I'm so glad we didn't have social media when we were in high school or in my early uh-huh. 20s. But he was like, when you decide that you're going to be a leader in a community, you're going to open a school, you're going to guide people, mm-hmm. you have to decide then who you are. And you have to be that person. Yeah. You can't flip flop. 
you can't be one one guy in your school and another guy online. Yeah, that's very like true. You have to walk the talk. So if you know who you are, Rad, and you decide who you are, yeah, and you know that as fact, and it will not shift, and you're not going to throw curveballs at people and be like, you know, yeah, then then you're ready. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so I lived by that, and mm-hmm. that was in 2012. He said that to me, mm-hmm. and I've lived and built my empire around that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be a different person. Oh yeah, right? absolutely. Now my interest might be interesting to someone I worked with, like people at work. Remember, they were like, "Oh my god, I know Rad did all this stuff on the side." Yeah, and it's just interesting, but yeah. nothing shocks you. Yeah, right. Um, and but you know, so I agree with you. Yeah, but that but that's where I I stand. So yeah, well, and I will <laughs> say this though, and you know me, um, you know you've known me for years, yeah. and I don't, I I. My mom has always told me, don't put your business out in the street. Like, so, so you know say, how I rock what's, online. What's the saying I say, Jennifer? Don't show your ass in public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't you? So, yeah, I always, man, <laughs> I don't, I don't do it, man. Cause so mm-hmm. while, so while I have a social media page, mm-hmm. I am still to your point. I'm like, what you'll see on there, like, mm-hmm. oh, Justin does, mm-hmm. like, he is a father. Oh, right. he, he does love his wife. He does right. train Muay Thai. If you are crazy enough to act a fool online yeah. in public, mm-hmm. understand that you are showing that to the public. Yeah, you are. And it, and to us, and, and I feel like if there are consequences employment wise, yeah, then, then that's on you. Oh, yeah. Right. Because there, you weren't you were fearless in showing that to any stranger that could see it. Yeah. I, right? I will say there has to be some social platform Awareness. maturity like yeah. you have of, to, yeah. social platform maturity. You have to like case in point. Nowadays, you'll see a CEO that has a social media mm-hmm. you know, pro- mm-hmm. platform. But what you see in the content, it, mm-hmm. it depends on. Maybe they like a sports team and that's it. Yeah. Right? Or yeah. Or like one of the CEOs, like he was building a boat in his basement. And yeah. Pictures yeah. Of that, you know, stuff or, like, oh, or, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Or fish flying, you know, or, you know, just, just their hobbies. Get, just hobbies. Yeah. yeah. So you'll see that while they are dipping, dipping into that and they're relaxing it, there still is some maturity. So like I have. Mm-hmm. Even if you scroll through my entire like Instagram page, you'll you will not see anything me, that me, is can not I touch on that? me. <laughs> you, you need to put. You need to do more. I need to do more because I don't do, do too much. Do, do do more. Like we be tagging you and stuff, and I gotta wait days before. Yeah. You. <laughs> You're like, like waiting around the corner. Like, is he I'm gonna like, laugh bro, already? Just, just just have Angie log into your, yeah. your Instagram. Yeah. Because we're trying to get this. We're getting our podcast going. It's like I you, know, need, man. you need to engage. I but know. I'm messing with you, man. That's that's what I love about you, though. Yeah. Um, um, it's your, a, and it's your a goal free, of mine. Your freedom from it. Well, and I don't. Yeah. But I don't want you to force yourself onto something if you don't feel the need. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm. I always. I'm just messing with you. Like, I know. trust me, Jennifer yeah. and me and Angie are on there enough for for you for me to be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I'm glad we touched on yeah. that. Um, I would like to put my two cents in there. Oh, please. I think okay. All companies yes. should uh, look up uh, someone that's applying for their job that they should look up their social media profiles Mm -hmm. because you don't want to hire them and then something happens and then you go look at their social media and go, oh, we would have known that this person is like super racist or they, you know, dogs around. Intermittent FMLA, LOA claims. There's people who have made claims. And I remember one time this guy got caught because on social media he was opening a bar. But he said he got injured at work sitting at a desk and yeah. his back was he mm-hmm. couldn't sit in a chair so he's he's collecting um yeah. you know workman's comp from us yeah and he's 
world. He's opening a bar. He's like, yeah. they have the, on social media, they showed pictures of him carrying kegs. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So anyway. Yeah. yeah. And, and to Jim's point, I definitely agree. But, and I know companies, you have to be, you have to be careful with putting that as a measurement of a recruitment exactly. item exactly. because yeah, don't document yeah. it. There's some right. well that or just sub- think about it. Yeah, what sub- are the laws around that? If it's public, what are subjectivity there that okay. you know there could be discriminatory ah, actions but- based on my lifestyle choices that are may not be in alignment with the so hiring you manager. Have to, that makes total sense. What, so what companies are doing now is while we cannot do that. Let's at minimum have a now companies have like social media platform policies. So if and when you are conducting business on behalf of an organization, we're now requiring employees to put a disclaimer that um, if, if you have a personal Facebook account and you share some content from time to time from your employer or some personal content, you have to put a disclaimer saying that. These thoughts on this page are not a reflection of my employer, but it's only mm. my personal opinion, views, and whatever. It's funny. And I had so, to put that on my emails. Yeah, you do. I rem- remember we had I had my email signature. It was something about. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Okay, so anyway, you, so yeah. you, so there's, so to your point, there is like they are incorporating okay. ways to try and catch. So then, in the event if does if something does come up, for okay. example, if. Uh, if a client visits Rad's mm-hmm. page and they see something offensive and they report it to HR, you can absolutely investigate it because you have now policy in place that says if you are representing, you know, yourself mm-hmm. and you don't have this disclaimer, you as the employee, right. your personal brand. Right. And that's another thing is your personal your brand personal comes with brand. you with your employer. Yeah. yeah so well, it, what the so examples we gave is some like in the ones I gave is someone talking about the company directly or employees of that company. Yeah. You have now brought the company into it. Yeah, so exactly. So now they can engage. And so use now they this. can engage. Okay, got it. Because so as soon as we're put on notice, right? Now we can have a conversation about this, right? But um, I cannot. But you're I, you're spot on about like cre- not having a social platform bias against someone. So, yeah. So guys, listen. Like we both, you know, we had uh, different views, which is good about these conversations. Yeah. But I agree with everything Shank said, and I, I agree with everything Jennifer and I had to say about it. Yeah. So. I in no point and we in no point are saying how to live your life. No, right? not at all. But understand the consequences of the way you live your life as far as what you're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So just, just know that. Yeah. Right? And you got three different viewpoints. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, and, and pick whatever fits within your yeah, Batman utility. That's what's belt. great about this. Cause if yeah. we all just agree, agreed, then you'd have one. Then point it's like, what value right? I get out of that? Right. Right. <laughs> and I I'm just, about to go buy a hot dog. Right. I, people I who need know. to know parts of me, <laughs> yeah. people who need to know parts of me, know those parts of me. Like that's, yeah. that's dude, that's saying, that's why Jennifer knew it right off top. Like mm-hmm. my dad said that to me my whole life. And I say, and that's a military mindset. Like you yeah. don't show your ass in public. Yeah. Or he would say, you don't do your laundry in public. You don't do your dirty laundry in public. So now you when, guys, now you guys know me. Yeah. Like, you know me. Like, oh, yeah. even though there's a social media, there's, <laughs> y'all know Shank. Too much. The Shankles. Listen, so. pe- people, <laughs> on this, people on this podcast know more than Shank. Yeah. Know they should about you. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I get, I get that. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm, I feel more comfortable sharing person to person. Yeah. Than online. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I can talk about almost anything with anyone, but I won't put that online. Mm-hmm. I just, to me, 
I, I've told Jennifer that, you know, people, when they share, they talk about their relationships online and all stuff, dude, keep that to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like no, not everyone in the world needs to see that. Cause then the next day you're talking about how you love this person so much. You look like a fool. Cause the day before, like don't have any hasty, like yeah. know, posts and stuff like that. Like don't do your, your, don't show your ass in public yeah. cause people will talk about it for days to come. Right. Yeah. People exactly. We talk about that ass you had flapping in the wind, <laughs> you know, when you could have just kept your pants on. Right. I don't know why I just, <laughs> Vision SpongeBob SquarePants in a thong right now when you just said that and it's flapping. That's, in the that's an interesting correlation. Yeah. Uh, all- was that his laugh? Yes. Is that? And I don't know what that laugh was. I just uh. laughed. <laughs> but man, like uh. you, you dig what I'm saying? Oh like, yeah, absolutely. Because then you have to live with the consequences of what what you put out there, right? Yeah, you do. Where should you be showing your bare ass mm-hmm. at home? With the people that you trust. Exactly. Right? That's exactly so that's just, right. If I could, the analogy, if it sticks, it sticks. Okay? That's right. That's just, right. Just think about it, people. Okay. Yeah. Now, I'm going to turn this over to you, Shank. Uh, you got some notes here. I'm going to let you just kind of run off. and Because we got you, you sent a great list. Uh, some guys, you know, we are unscripted. But we like to come prepared from time to time, and we knew we wanted to talk about this. And given uh, Shank's expertise, I wanted him to kind of jot some things down to kind of cover. Again, this episode is very is more for information, given the current uh, situation. I know that employment has gotten better. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it took a you know it was horrible. It got better, but it took another deep dip recently. And I just don't know who might be listening. Again, if you are looking for employment, or looking for new employment, or looking to uh, ascend within your current employment, mm-hmm. you know these are great things. Uh, this is great information for you. Okay. That yeah. said, um, go ahead, Shank. I'm going to turn it over to you for these notes that you have here, and let's yeah. just go ahead and break all that down for us. Absolutely. So number one, uh, now that you've you've applied for the job, you you're getting into interview phases, you're having conversations with the hiring manager. Um, Number one thing is it is okay to negotiate the salary. You do not have to take the first offer. You know, if it's not in alignment with your salary expectations, that's interesting because that was always taboo to me. It's very taboo. Yeah, old school. You're like, I don't want to lose the job. Or you knew when you came in what they were offering. Yeah. Right. But now it's it's this range to this range. Yeah. But I always kind of was like, that sounds good. I I can't think of a time I negotiated my pay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, man. So that's great, guys. Yeah. Negotiate the salary, and it is absolutely okay to do that. As a matter of fact, if you do not do it, more than likely the uh, the candidates that are going for the job, like if you just do a ratio, you know, 10 applicants, uh-huh. probably seven out of the 10 applicants are going to be negotiating the salary or have it on their mind. They so if they do like, get the job offer- right. So don't be the one oh, to like, be like, don't ask. He, ooh, he's desperate. Yeah. I, I don't like desperate yeah. people. <laughs> the, <laughs> the guy who asked for 10,000, 20,000 more, he's confident. He's confident. I like confident. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give it to him. No, <laughs> Plus his bottom lip wasn't jump, dry. Don't jump too much. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, second thing is um, how to answer some questions. So one of the ones, one of the questions that people get caught up with a lot is, uh, tell me about your greatest weakness. So yes, there is a, that one. Yeah, oh, I hate that. there's a way to answer that question that will not impact the job that you're going for. So, for example, if you're answering this question, you're going for a sales gig and you're saying, how do I you know, have a well, what is my great weakness? You can't say, well, I don't have I'm not really strong in negotiating. Or right. if you're if you're an accountant, I'm not really good at math. Or, or I'm not good with people. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, like whatever the case right. may be, like don't set yourself up that's gonna impact or or make an, a concern on the hiring team's uh side that wait a minute, you just gave us a weakness that is 
absolutely critical for this job. So what would what would so your weakness be? What, what would you give? What I would say is I would actually uh, flip it in a manner that it's not too sticky, but it's something that's like, OK, I can eat that. Um, but I like to see things happen quickly. So a lot of times I tend to move fast on some projects or some initiatives and I just I lose track of the people that I may potentially impact or rub the wrong way because they may move slower mm. than I. So I'm working on that. That's mm. one of the things I'm working on is just being able to slow down a bit and be thoughtful about all my counterparts. That's not a bad thing. Bro, that basically says you're listen, you're you're get, you're going to get stuff done. Get out of my head. <laughs> yeah. Listen to me. Uh, for years. Yeah. Here is how this was the way I answered that question. Yeah. And I tell everyone provide a weakness. That's actually a strength. It's perceived strength exactly. by others. Exactly. That could potentially I'm too be organized. Right. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that yeah. could be yeah. and sometimes I stress myself out because I'm I over I overanalyze or something. But yeah. but I always get the work done. That might be a bad one. What what I say is exactly kind of what you said is my and it was a weakness. I hold people to my level of work. Yeah. Right. So I tend to work, you know, I, I you know, have high energy or high effort. And I, if I see people aren't per, per, uh, providing or putting in the same amount of effort or working at my level, yeah. Um, sometimes it, you know, I wouldn't say the word aggravate, but sometimes it, you know, I, I notice it and it starts to stress me a little bit. Yeah. I, want, I feel like everyone should be working at the same level as me, and I have to kind of dial myself back and mm-hmm. understand that everyone works at different levels. Um, but I'm just a, like a go getter. Yeah. Right. To that point, I work really fast. It's so funny when you're saying it, it's like it's exactly the same thing. We just say it differently. We say it differently. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah man. That's a great one because that's. Uh, good. It, and, and guys, it, it is a weakness because it could be threatening. It could, it could, mm-hmm. it, it, I don't want to say it causes issues, but it's something that could come up. Oh, it right? could come up. Especially yeah. if you get stressed and you have to have the courage to go talk to your manager and say, hey, I feel like people aren't working at the same pace as me. Am I just like overanalyzing? Um, or am I putting in too much work? Am I moving too fast? Like those are, yeah. you have to kind of get some checkpoints in place. Um, but, but it's something that potentially could come up because. You know, you currently feel this way. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't say you're like not good with people or you're impatient <laughs> yeah. or you don't have good analytical. You're like, you don't. Yeah. 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 Like you're like, Shay, you're bad at math. <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, no, right. that's not going to be a good fit. Yeah, I love that one. Cause that, that's always, cause man, people would stumble on that interview. Yeah, How did man. you not come prepared yeah. to tell me that? Like, come prepared. Like, I would say, give me three strengths. Yeah. And I was like, now give me three weaknesses or yeah. give me a weakness. And they would always be like, I can't think of any weaknesses. You're so you are that amazing. Yeah, yeah, or that arrogant, <laughs> or that arrogant, <laughs> yeah. right. or that confident. Yeah, right. man. Yeah. Um, and okay. then another question that a lot of people stumble on, which is really not a question at all. It's really an opportunity for the candidate to 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 show them their research on the company. Is at the end of the interview, do you have any questions for me? Yep. Don't ever not say anything. Don't ever not have questions. Yeah, because then that comes off like. Are you taking this job serious? Did you do your research on the organization? Do you even know what we're all about? But come with questions. Ask what's a tip. And you can, you don't have to go that heavy. You can just say, what's a typical day in this job? Um, what are your expert- expectations as a manager? What are your expectations as a manager? What are the goals do you have for the right. department? What are your personal goals and how do you see this position supporting those goals? On and Things on and on. like that. Guys, on and you on. can Google yeah. it. Like Google good questions to ask in an interview and you'll see a whole bunch like, um, if they didn't bring up pay, you ask, what is the current, what is the pay? Like, yeah. There needs to be a question. Actually, that's one of the questions you don't want to ask. Oh. Yeah. You, that, you, you do that at the end. So that's what, that's what I meant. Yeah. This is the end of the interview. Yeah. Because yep. they, they ask you, the interviewer will ask you, do you have any questions for me? Yeah. Right. Yep. Now, if anyone ever came in and didn't have questions, um, I immediately docked them seven to 10%. 
Because we, I, yeah. I, cause I wrote scores. I yeah. scored for my own files. Uh, it was my own system for, and then I would go to my boss and say, "Here's how I scored these these applicants." Because yep. it just made it more. It put numbers to things. So when I had to convince for the hire, it, it just made it easier. It made to have it easier. Numbers, right? Yep. They yep. never asked me. And how it was I less objective, more <laughs> right, objective. Right, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, that was a that was a huge one. Because, oh I mean, yeah. At the very least, you can ask me what does the job entail. Uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's okay to go personal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay to say why. Well, and you position the the question in that manner, saying, "Well, I want to start out personal. Where are you from?" Yeah. You know, go. are you from Colorado? Right. Do you have family, kid? What is there it? There you go. See, and so there's a, and what that does is it offers a, a personal connection. Yeah. So if you guys are both parents, then you can mm-hmm. relate there. Like, oh yeah, I got a two year old, and I I know how it is. Or this person has kids too. So that's a great. Um, one. Good job. That's yeah. A good one. Yeah. Good work. And then the other one I is mean, good uh, advice. I'm all good job, Shig. <laughs> good work, buddy. I mean, that's a, yeah. I'm sorry. No, you good, brother. <laughs> and then the other, I'm gonna go back. So we okay. focused on weakness. So I'm yeah. gonna go back to strength. Okay. So what is your biggest strength? So that's another thing you you need to answer. You cannot say I don't I can't think of anything, or you don't want to come off too arrogant or say you know you're going for a sales position and be like, well, my greatest strength is I I close deals, so I will make this company like a shit ton of money. Like, <laughs> no, you don't want to do closer, that. Damn it. Yeah, yeah. If you want if you want to make money, yeah. yeah I, you know, I'm a real closer. Yeah. It's like, there, there, yeah. There's some don't there, no. Hubris. Don't do that. No yeah, hubris, but yeah. but if, if it's a job, like for example, in sales, you will probably say your strengths are your soft skills. You have an ability to connect with people easier. I'm more relatable, or I can have a conversation with someone in an elevator and shoot the breeze and and get to know someone much more. Like, are you receptible to individuals? And that okay, that makes total sense in a sales position, or if it's even in finance where. Uh, my greatest strength is analytics. I can actually look through data and I can determine where there could be a perceived problem or a long term adverse effect mm-hmm. in a certain project based on these numbers. Like I have the ability to see see in between like things like that. And then you articulate an example of here's where I worked this project and this was the outcome. So if you can go to that level too, as far as giving a strength, that's that's what you would want to do. So there's one that you, cracks me up whenever I think about it. As a friend yeah. of mine, and he hated this in interviews when people would say, "I'm a people person," and he would yeah. immediately dock them for that. And I was like, "Why?" He's like, oh, "Of course you're a people person, as opposed to what a dog person." Yeah. He's like, "It's the laziest answer you can give." Yeah. And, so, <laughs> and I was like. Well, I guess there's some logic to yeah, that. Yeah. Like, I'm a people person. Yeah. That was, was like, like someone that was just bitter from doing interviews. Right. Yeah. Right. Or, but and you, you know, I would use the term social intelligence or I have good social skills. Social right? skills. Approach, yeah. I, I've, I'm a, uh, approachability, you know, yep, approachability. Um, I, I feel that, you know, as, as far as in team settings, you know, I'm yep. very good socially. Yeah. Um, or another thing could be mm-hmm. you, you can focus on task. Yeah. You know, and get yes. the task at hand done. Like right. you're detailed oriented. That's probably one thing you'd be <laughs> proud about. I yeah. remember one of the, do you remember one of the annual review, uh, annual 360? So we had to like evaluate our people, right? And they had a, a drop down list that it predetermined strengths and weaknesses that we could give our employees as we were giving them the, these full on evaluations, yeah. right? And one of them was intellectual horsepower. Right? Oh. <laughs> and there was like a running joke amongst managers like, who gave that to someone? Yeah. Like, how do you talk that one off? Like, yeah. so we've got strengths, you know, you work hard, blah, blah, blah. He's like, um, yeah, under weakness and it's intellectual horsepower. So yeah, you're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like the, it's like the most uh, like articulate way to say intellectual yeah. horsepower. Oh, oh, you could choose that as a weakness. <laughs> well, what like, are my weaknesses? that they need to work on? Well, what, yeah, yeah. Remember it was like the 360 evaluations. I don't it was think like, we did those. 
Well, when you did evaluations, they had drop downs, right? Yeah. And I remember one that was given to me was always business acumen. Yeah. It was always a weakness they gave to me when I was younger because they were like, okay, you have great composure. You're very intelligent. You have great mm-hmm. social skills. They were like business acumen. Was I think the- that was just the default that they gave everyone because um, – I got that one too. Well, no, I know yeah. a, that was a default. If you couldn't, if you were a good employee, that's how it was explained to me. You're such a good employee. It's like, I don't really have any weaknesses that affect your current position. Yeah. So what they went after was, okay, business acumen, which was explained to me, Rad, you don't understand business as a whole, stock markets, corporations, oh. you understand our company and how to do your job within our company. You do it very well, but you don't have an overall business acumen. So got it. maybe- Expand your knowledge in that area. Read some magazines and some books and, gotcha. and, and expand your knowledge of business. Yeah. And so, yes, it was given to people who they were like, well, I don't have any other weaknesses mm-hmm. that I can draw from right now in their current position. Yeah. Like they're killing it. Yeah. Well, you need to up your business acumen. Yeah. You know, which is fair. I, I did not. I did not understand business corporation, the corporate structures as a whole. Yeah. You give me a task. And I understand why it's important in our business structure and I'll nail it. And I'll nail right? it. Yep. So, yeah. 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 So yes, that's why. So we were just really good at what we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last question is cherry on top is why should we hire you? Yes. Um, that question is like, oh, I know. The heck? Um, so, I don't think I like answering that. Yeah. Question. So th- there's a couple things you do. You should not do, which is don't come off scripted. Well, I, I have really good personable skills. Oh, my I God. Can, you could always I tell. can do this. I can, right? And it's like, ah, that's scripted. And then you don't want to come off where, well, I don't know. You guys reached out to me. <laughs> you know, like, wait, what? Right. <laughs> uh, and then you don't come off arrogant. Be like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to get this company a lot of money. So right. this will probably be your wise decision but what you should do is why should we that question comes up why should i hire you focus on the job requirements so connect your hard skills saying well i believe that you know my background experience is commiserate and it's more in alignment with what you guys are looking for in this role i display certain core competencies that are mm-hmm. more in alignment with the soft skills that will prove success in this role. Or you can even, well, if I could remind you on how I can help your organization achieve your short term and long term goals, mm-hmm. this are the things that I can do. And this is how I can be much more of an immediate impact. Um, and then the other thing that I love to do is provide them a 30, 60, 90 day roadmap with your application. So mm-hmm. what are you going to, to prepare the potential manager? What are you going to do the first 90 days here? Talk about it. Are you going to, you know, do one-on-ones for the first 30 days? And then in 60 days, you're going to get more entrenched in the business. And then in the 90 days, is it going to be system mm-hmm. focused so you can understand how you move in different systems and platforms in the organization? So by you, by the time you after you hit your 91st day, mm-hmm. you should be onboarded and, and ready to go. But what, what are you going to do? And at minimum, what that does is it gives the hiring manager an opportunity to see like, wow, they're very thoughtful. They're very interested in this role. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, if you do get the job, they'll just collaborate with you and say, hey, this 90-day plan is great. I'm going to actually customize it to the organization. That's a little bit more fitting, mm. and let's focus on this. Well, I love that. And then to, to the point of the organization and the job itself, research yeah. the company you are applying with. Understand what they do, and then if and if the, whatever the position is, whatever information you can get on the position, understand 
yeah. job that you're applying for. So understand the company and what it does and understand the job because mm-hmm. that will come up in an interview. Oh, yeah. And we like, when I was in a corporate show, we like to know that someone kind of did the research a little bit and, and knows what we do or knows a little bit about us. When people would come in and give me information about the, there was stuff that they would drop on me that I didn't even know because I had been looking on the website. Yeah. Such a big company. I didn't know what we were doing in China. I was like, yeah. oh, that's interesting. That's what's <laughs> great know? about LinkedIn is that while you're applying for the position, they you're on the company's LinkedIn and they have mm-hmm. all kinds of oh, uh, yeah. you know, okay. initiatives they're doing and you can Articles, read all about it. Activities. Yeah, oh, if you're yeah. serious, be prepared, man. Like go in there and then here, here's some tips. Bring something to write with. That's just my yeah. thing. Uh, well, number one, shake hands when you enter the room. Shake hands when you leave the room. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I can't believe that's just some people don't know to do. Some people just miss it. Yeah. Have something to write. If somebody says some poignant, listen, even if you don't think it's something you need for later, mm-hmm. write it down. Mm-hmm. It just looks good that you're taking notes. So right? the question, during pandemic, do we still shake hands? Ooh. No, we don't shake hands. But and this is this is what Chest I do <laughs> even before pandemic. Hip bump. And <laughs> I like that before pandemic and even in current pandemic, you always want to write an email to the recruiter thanking them for the time, ah, yes. the experience, yes. the people that you've met, mm-hmm. how this would be an even much more better fit now that you've learned a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because what that does is it separates you from other applicants. Absolutely. It could be Rad and Jen mm-hmm. neck to neck, but Rad was the only one that wrote a thank you note at the end of the entire interview path. Yes. So close the loop even before pandemic. That was a way to do it. And current pandemic, like that's Mm. what you should be doing. And that's what I do. If I really want something. Yeah, man, I'm closing the loop. Yeah, Mm. definitely. And and that's another thing is, is like, I loved when people would hit me up for feedback. Yeah. Right. Yep. Offer. Yeah. And if there's any feedback, they would ask for feedback. So if you don't get the gig, ask for feedback. Whenever I give people advice, I say, make sure you check for feedback or you Mm -hmm. ask for feedback because it shows that you're trying to grow in the interview process. I had people apply for positions within my departments like multiple times and it would be the same interview. And so they didn't take any of the feedback I gave them. Mm -hmm. And then I had people who would come the second time around and they changed the things that I told them to Mm -hmm. or, or learned the things that I told them to. Right. And so they took the feedback seriously. Right. Yeah. And so I would actually schedule feedback interviews or meetings with people because yeah. I felt it important. Most managers give them a letter and say, you, you know, we went with a different applicant. Yeah. But I thought it was important because I, when I was interviewing, I was so young, I didn't know what they were looking for. We didn't have the internet. Yeah. Know? You yeah. learned by people telling you. Yeah, that's right. So I learned the feedback loop thing during that time is like, find out from them. What, what did they not like? Like that's right. if I can schedule some time with you to understand how I can better myself for any future interviews, I would appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can do that in the interview process of that one question, which is what questions do you have for me? Yeah. There's one piece that I've done before, which is, well, the question I have for you is if, based on seeing my resume, were there any areas of concern that, ah, that yes. I might be able to clear up for you right now? Mm-hmm. Um, let's, you know, open it up for the conversation yeah. of, of that feedback and Absolutely. receiving. So you can even catch it well before the end yeah. and then you can start course correcting of, Oh shoot with it. So they weren't really clear on that. And you know, the manager told me this, I was able to clarify this, but going forward, I'm, I'm going to edit my resume. I'm going to clear yeah. that up. Yeah. So yeah, you can hit it even in the mid mid flight. Yeah. See, and, and, and guys, this, this episode's going to run a little long and that's fine because this is an important subject. And I think yeah. that there's a lot of information to share. Um, so those were my, my final tips, uh, did you have any final tips? I mean, you were giving tips the yeah, whole time. Yeah, I was tipping all yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, tup, that cup is tipped over. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll take it. Um, so now let's move into a fun part. 
Okay. Right? Now, without breaching any confidentiality, obviously, um, I can't, you know, when you were t- saying things like all these bad interviews popped in my head. Yeah. And now that I'm on, I want to like talk about it. I can't think of a single one, but some of the crazy things that I've seen or heard. Do you have any weird stories? Man, there was, it was, it only happened one time when I used to be a recruiter where um, this candidate was referred to me by an internal employee. And I reached out to her via email, got something scheduled, normal cadence stuff. So then the day came with our pre screen call. And I um, was, you know, saying, hey, I'm Justin, just getting to know her, yada, yada, yada. And then I started to go into the the position and started to talk about what we're looking for. Cut off immediately, like after the first two or three bullet points that I got out from based on the hiring manager on how they want me to sell this position. Mm -hmm. She immediately jumped in and says, oh, I already know about the job. And, you know, I already know the um, the head of you guys other department and he's referring me. So. I understand this is just formality. So if you could just go ahead and let's let's speed this up. And I said, whoa, what? I said, wait, whoa, hold on for one second. Like, I, I understand you have internal connections here, but we still need to have a conversation because I still I still have a job. <laughs> like, I still wow. have to I have to I have to we have to talk the arrogance. It man. was arrogant. It was arrogant. And then she and then she's like, oh, well, OK, well, I done this and I done that and I have this certs and. I do this and I brokered this relationship and I've done that. And then, and I'm like, okay, sounds, sounds good. So, um, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll take note and, and get back to you as soon as I can. And she's oh, no, no, no. Actually, what I want you to do is if you need to actually schedule an interview probably tomorrow. This is the only time that I'll be able to actually do this. So <gasps> you need to do it tomorrow. And I said, well, that's not how this works. <laughs> I need to actually submit my notes. Wow. There's there's other candidates we're speaking to. You're not the only one for the job. So if you could just work with me here. And she says, oh, no, I don't know. You need to schedule it. She literally stopped me, says, no, you need to schedule it first thing tomorrow. Wow. And I said, you know what? I'm going to end this conversation right now because I have a feeling this is going to go in a way I'm not I'm not wanting it to go. Yeah. And so she says, no, 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 I'm not trying to. I'm not. I says, no, no, no. It's OK. Backpedal now. Thank you. You have a great day. And I hung up. Yeah, man. So then she started to blow my phone up, send me a bunch of emails, apologizing. I guess she's been mid flight of leaving her previous company. And, and then she was like, let go out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So she's like trying to like yeah. land something soon. And I get that. But then the other piece was like, but you're going to be the the bridge between a very big value value partner. And if this is how you interact with me, the first impression, look, this is your what first did I say impression, from the first, their best foot forward. I don't care. Oh, man, man. The arrogance is sometimes it's like, I, you know, if you get I remember there was a, when uh, 2008 hit and that recession. hit, Yeah. And I was hiring this guy and he was a, an executive in another company. He was coming in for an hourly pay job. And I looked at what he had made and I said, I, I have to be honest, you're completely overqualified. Yeah. I can't even, I, I don't even know why we're, we're even at this point of the interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I'm just trying to get a job. You know, he was very humble and everything. And he's like, you know, he asked me to write questions about upward mobility and all that stuff. But I was just like, I, this yeah. is just, a, I don't want to not hire you, but this is a waste of your, your, your talent and your mm-hmm. resume. Like I, I just can't. Yeah. I, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what man. I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I had a deep but enough his humility re- is what caught me off guard. Like this yeah. guy was, you know, he could have came in like, no, you know, blah, blah, blah. Where, where, what management do you have? And yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, man. And I went back to the hiring manager and I, cause I had a deep enough relationship. I was doing that for almost two years before I transitioned to, you know, the business partner position. But 
I told him, I was like, hey, man, listen, out of the almost two years I've been doing this for, for the company, this is the first person that I'm coming to a hiring manager saying, do not hire. Yeah. And he was like, what? Mm-hmm. And they, they they know me. They know my reputation. Well, to that point, she would try to put her best foot forward with someone else and yeah. act like you were the crazy one. Yeah, and I was and just like, the peon. Yeah. I was I was just the the guy administratively yeah. getting. This I don't know done. what happened with the other guy. Like I I thought things were going great, and he just ended the call with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a good thing you like closed so, the loop on that. So I went to the to the manager and I told him my experience and what happened, and he was like, "All right, I'll take care of it." So not only he called the the guy that in that did the referral, right. but his response was, "Oh, that's just who she is." Well, we got a culture here. We're not. We're no longer taking. Oh, that's who you are. Type right. behavior mm-hmm. anymore. That's yeah. just not what we're doing. What is she a sister in law? Like and what? then. Oh, and <laughs> what? What? yeah, what? and then the, the the hiring manager. I didn't expect him to even. I thought he was just going to email her because I already dispositioned her from the system. So when you deep dispose somebody, mm-hmm. you get an automatic kickback saying thank you, but no thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, then I didn't know this until later on, but the manager wrote her a note and called her and was like, hey, just so you know, I don't know who you are or who you think this is or what you think this is, but the recruiter that you're speaking with, and I'm not trying to be arrogant, but he was just like, he's a somebody and people value his opinion. <clears throat> and if he says you're, there's some obvious rubs and there there might be a concern of culture fit, mm-hmm. I, I trust him. So this isn't going to work out. Mm-hmm. And he... Yeah, and so we not only closed that loop because it was it was it was that bad. Well, and in, in the end of the day, you you may wow. not acknowledge feel you may not have felt it at the time, but you helped her. I helped her if she was willing to be helped. Yeah, she may have walked out. i oh, screw that company. I never. I didn't want to work there. These guys are assholes. But if she's open to you know uh, feedback, right, she or even criticism, ask. yeah. She learned from that moment. Oh, okay, she did. I need to tread carefully. Well, whoever I, you know, whatever whoever I was you hot. talk to, I may have been hot shit before, but I'm dog shit right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. it's like seriously, man. Like, th- there's no room for that. Like, humble yourself. Yeah. Now, don't don't downsell yourself, but humble yourself. Mm-hmm. There's a way to to sell your achievements confidently, but yeah. not arrogantly. Yeah, right. Um, but do you have any funny stories? Like that's no funny that's stories. A, okay. No, I, gosh, you know what? I, nothing funny. Some kind of like just, all right, that's just a bad answer or just be people being ill prepared for an interview. Yeah. kind of thing. Do you, did, did you find any funny stories? Yes. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> let me go back and read it. Oh, she's already giggling. I like oh, it. God. Yeah. It was really cute. Oh, I had it right here. So, um, this woman said, I was interviewing a candidate when she told me she forgot to lock her car and asked for permission to go check check on it. I said yes. She left and never came back. <laughs> wow. She, uh, I left the iron on. Got to she, go. She's like, I have a, I have a thing. <laughs> she's like, yeah, this job ain't going to be a fit. Right. <laughs> I'm not vibing right now. Oh, man. So um, this is another one. I was interviewing with a manager for the role of a flight attendant at an airline. Five minutes into the interview, I felt my phone vibrate and checked my pocket. I checked it as soon as I left the interview an hour later and realized it was a rejection email from one of the company's recruiters. Oh. And I called to see if it was a mistake. It wasn't. They actually rejected me. And I asked them why we even had the interview in the first place, and they didn't know. Oh, my god! <laughs> How terrible. Hey, man, you got to get that recruiting process. Yeah, they got to clean, clean up the mechanics yeah, of that. Yeah, you got to clean that up. I was interviewing a 22 or 23-year-old student for an internship. 
he not only showed up with his mother, but also wanted her to accompany him during the interview. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. That's so oh cringe. <laughs> that's wild. Bro, I've had but that's um, happened. No, it's happened. I've had oh, yeah. I've had people's mother call in or get like, involved. Get involved when I'm disciplining their adult child <laughs> who is my employee. I've had a mother Tyrone has been through enough, Radcliffe. Do no. not put him on the plan. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? No, this is between your, your child is an adult and this yeah. is between us. The corrective action process is confidential. Yeah. <laughs> I have a personal um, story that was very, very embarrassing. What? So for Go my ahead. first job, mm-hmm. it was for Burger King. So okay. it wasn't that big a deal. Yeah. I was, what, 15 or 16. And I don't even remember how the interview went. I went to Burger King and we sat in one of the little booths. He asked me a few questions and said, okay, well, I hire you. You can start, you know, next week, next Monday or Tuesday or whatever. And I told him, I, w- I, <laughs> I was kind of at a last for words. And I said, that's great. I'm so excited. You popped my cherry <gasps> for my first job. <laughs> oh, you're trying and to- I didn't realize <laughs> oh. like really what that meant. It just, I, um, related pop your cherry to doing something for, for the, the first, first time. time. Yeah. And what is it? Oh He's like, you're hired. And what did the guy Can do? Start right I, I complete. I remember the exact way he looked and his reaction. He kind of chuckled and just kind of turned around and walked away. He's like, huh, he's, okay. <laughs> He, you know, you he's like tomorrow. 40, yeah. 50 years old, and he had a 15-year-old girl say that to him. So he's oh. like, oh, shit. I don't want that. I, don't want that <laughs> I, I cringe so hard every once oh, in a while when that man. pops in my mind. That's I'm like, funny. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. Um, so last tip that yeah. I forgot to mention earlier, now that we're talking about, um, and I don't know why the thing about the bringing the mother in, like, <laughs> yeah. put it in my head, but demeanor. Yeah. Right? Demeanor. The way you sit. I've had people like sit back with their arm over the chair, almost mm-hmm. putting their leg up, you know. Um, I've had people uh, just the, just a disinterested demeanor, right? Yeah. So make sure you're upright. Make sure, make sure you, you seem uh, eager about the interview. In yeah. the sense that not overly excited, but, you know, let your presence. So right? have some energy. And now that's going to be online or, or, or in person because yeah. now uh, on a screen, you know, you don't want to be leaning back in your chair or like spinning, you know, whatever. Just make sure you're present, right? Yeah. And eye contact and all those things. Not not aggressive eye contact mm-hmm. where you look intimidating or like, yeah. I'm going to eat your head, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, That's right. Like, just intermittent eye contact, you know, make sure you, you know, again, just, just demeanor. Okay? Absolutely. If you... It, it, there's so, there's social issues. People have social issues, right? And I get that that's going to come into a situation if I'm interviewing someone. I can I can read the room. I can oh, see yeah. that that you're you're nervous. I I get that. I can mm-hmm. deal with nerves, right? You know, um, but yeah, the, the, I think I'll take a nervous person over someone who's got that like overly relaxed, like almost arrogant. Yeah, like you I, know, I got this in the bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so anyway, demeanor. So add that to the previous things that I was talking about. Yeah. Um, anyway, do you have any last pieces, Shank, you want to throw in there before nah, we close man, out? This was good. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, if you guys have any questions or anything, drop us a note on through social media on requested. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Shank won't be answering it. Yeah. Cause he's not, he's not on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I will get I'm the kidding. question from Ange, our producer. Angie, yes. The producer, <laughs> Angie and our, our social media manager yeah. and our producer will make sure that, 
uh, I one of get us it. answer it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. mostly Shank. Yeah, man. So um, yeah, if you yeah. guys have any questions, we'll open to it, and and then we'll be listening all the the yeah. questions absolutely. Out. Um, but you have to listen to the advice. We ain't going to give you the advice. We'll just list out the questions we ask. There you go. You got to tune in. And yeah, get and, these and gold nuggets. Jennifer, do you have anything? What is one unwritten rule about interviewing? Ooh. Mm. So you know to dress up, be on time, be hygiene. professional. Hygiene. Yeah. Hygiene. Listen, hygiene, hygiene, hygiene. You can have the nicest suit on, but if hygiene isn't on point, and I don't, guys, look, it it all depends on the, I, the saying it still holds true. Yeah. Dress for the job you want, not the job you have or yeah. the job you don't have. You know, hygiene, man. I think people sleep on that. Don't come in with, you, you know, your teeth aren't dressed, your hair's not uh, brushed, yeah. or, or you didn't, you know, I don't know, you, you'd be old, whatever. You didn't take a shower. Yeah. Like, just hygiene. Yeah. You know? I, I was shocked. Uh, you know, we're talking about funny stories. Now it's all coming to the front. Like, there was, I was shocked some people who came into interviews, like, dude, we're in this little room. <laughs> I, do you not smell it? Do you yeah. not smell yourself? Right. Oh I, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. I, yeah. For me, that, boom. Yeah. That was easy. I would say that, mm-hmm. and then I'll couple it with um, punctuation. Ah, know? yes. Punctuation. You, 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 you got to be on time. And if you are on time, you, I mean, you're on time, but more than likely, you're you're going to be running late. I'm not on time <laughs> for anything, now, yeah. but I'm always 15 minutes early for an interview. Oh, my gosh. Right? Sometimes I do 30, because yeah. I like to do 15 minutes in the car, just pre-prep, mm-hmm. and then I'll go 15 minutes in to just get in the oh, facility. Oh, shoot, you got full rehearsal? In. You got dress rehearsal? There's the whole process. <laughs> oh, man, she yeah. You got dress rehearsal in the car? I do 15, 15, <laughs> I do 30. Yeah, man. You got to do yeah, it. Yeah, it's true, man. Talk like, to wifey. You I know, like get to read those words of encouragement. I think I like to read the room. I I love sitting yeah. in the waiting areas, and I sometimes I'd have my little binder, you know, yeah. with my notes and uh, or whatever presentation I would I had brought with me, and then I'd kind of like look around, you know, see the people walking by. Sometimes you yeah. know I don't know who's interviewing me or whatever, but sometimes I did, and just just read the the vibe. A oh yeah. Bit. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So absolutely. Yeah. So definitely, definitely, man. Early. Yep. So yes, punctual. Uh, yep. punctu- punctuality i said punctuation yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> punctuality. jennifer oh you want me to share mine as well yeah i don't know unwritten like, rule uh one of the things that you guys are talking about i remember doing a lot of interviews with um employees that were within the company mm-hmm. that wanted to apply for my position right and they had no idea what we did they yes. just, wow. they just observed early. what we did they in just our wanted office. To, they wanted to yeah. work in that area because it looked fun. Yeah. yeah. I used to get the, I, that's what I said. Research the, the, research the company it. or research. So research the job. Know what you're I, applying for. I got, I got another unwritten rule that I just, it just came to me and I'm like, oh my gosh, why didn't I think about that? But um, one thing that a lot of people don't know that a lot of hiring managers do is they pulse the interaction of a potential candidate against the person that's checking them in. So if you're mean to that person that's yes. at the front desk or the security guard, mm-hmm. they will literally circle back. Like I've eavesdropped one time on a certain, um, it was, it was at this company, but they asked the receptionist say, mm-hmm. so what did you think? Were they, were they nice to you? Mm-hmm. Because that that could be a deal breaker. It yeah. could it could be how you interact with the first person in the organization, and it doesn't matter how high they're in the company or how mm-hmm. low. If the company culture is you treat everybody with respect, and yep. you can't treat the respect to the receptionist, yeah, 
and then the receptionist gives that feedback because it sometimes can be solicited was what was the experience when you were checking them in they check for those things sometimes ah. that is an un that that's Listen, one thing that a lot of people miss best foot forward all around yeah all on around the phone, you in can't person. slip yeah i don't know man like just just dude like Give the best version of yourself. It's a job interview, man. Yeah. It's, you're, you know, you're trying to you're trying to convince someone to pay you for something. Yeah. Right. Now, on that note, let me talk about being an entrepreneur real fast because I had this employer. I'll never forget this. And when we were doing corrective actions on some people, you know, they would be like, "Well, I don't want to do this anyway." So I, used, I, my friend Reggie, and I remember in, in interactions, he would like they would complain about the job or. They didn't like they blase, like they didn't care that they were being written up, right? Well, whatever, this isn't my dream job anyway. So he would always say in the mm. corrective action. Well, what is your let me ask you something. What is your dream job? And I remember I was sitting in a corrective action and the guy mm-hmm. said, I want to detail cars. And he was like, Oh, so you want you want to you want to like have your own company and detail cars? He's like, Yeah, man, I have a passion for that. And he's like, Okay. Do you need customers for that? <laughs> he's like, Yeah. It's like, okay. So for you to come in here and complain that you have to deal with our customers, you are incapable of dealing with our customers. Like you understand that whatever you do, there's a customer. So I started saying that people, whatever you do, yeah. as an entrepreneur, you, you, look, if you are a celebrity, if you are a musician, if you are a actor, you think that their lives are a dream? No, they have customers, which are us. Yeah, They have critics. They have people they have to answer to. Mm-hmm. They have people they have to please. More people to please than you do. Yeah. Right. So if you can't handle like customer service on the most basic level, I right? Know. You can't behave yourself for eight hours. Come on, son. Come on. <laughs> and to that point, you can't behave yourself for one hour yeah. to get the job. And let alone it's over the phone. You're talking yeah. about a gig that's in person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what exactly. I mean? <laughs> exactly. I used to tell people all the time, it's like, you understand why I manage like phone call centers? Yeah, because I don't. Th- you, I said you, you had to do face to face customer service. Oh man! Like, and I said I used to. See, I used to joke with people. I was like, I can't control my facial expressions. Yeah, my voice will sound beautiful on the phone. But, yeah, but I, I, my face does these things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was yeah. like, I'd rather be on the phone. <laughs> yeah, yep, no doubt. But anyway. This is a this is a great episode, guys, and it, and we we yeah. we purposely had it run a little long because uh, I, I know Shank had so much to offer, and given the current state, I hope it, it it's beneficial for you. If you're already a, a listener, and again, you may not be looking for a job, but if you ever want to again ascend within the company that you're in, or look mm-hmm. for something else, or even if you are looking for something to begin with, um, I hope this stuff is helpful. Absolutely. Um, I, you know, the knowledge that, that Shank has to offer, like some of the stuff he said in this episode, I didn't consider because I have not had to re-enter the workforce yeah. in a while. And I did not know that that's how the current structure works. Yeah. Um, the bones of what he's saying, you know, I mean, you know, I'm professional enough. I've been, I've been in that world. I know that, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I guess I wouldn't know how to get started. Yeah. You know, because again, I'm not even on LinkedIn. Yeah. So uh, these, this is great information. So I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um we didn't we didn't make it as uh, not that we, we don't make anything goofy, but it was, it was a very uh, poignant subject in the sense that we were trying to provide, you know, key key pieces of advice for you guys to really um, uh, absorb. Mm-hmm. Right. You got anything you want to close out with? Yeah, we, man. Yeah. Yes, that's that. I think this was a good episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, guys, and again, this won't be the first or this won't be the last time. We tap into our expertise. I mean, maybe in the next uh, episode, episodes down the line, something we talk about, like getting into entrepreneurship. We talked about that a little bit on our real estate episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you wanted to get into that, um, but that's just the path that I've taken recently 
and leaving the corporate structure, I, you know, I pseudo retired. I did 20 years in a corporation. Yeah. And then I pseudo like, you know, retired as like, most people retire in 20 years. You, nobody retires in 20 years anymore, but I did. Mm-hmm. And I just chose a different career, which was to work for myself. Yeah. And I think we will do an episode about that a little bit. Like as far as the truth of the iceberg. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and touch on that a little bit, but thank you so much for listening as always. You didn't ask for it. But you got it. All right. I stumbled, but you picked it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I made that sound. I was uh, like, I had to like. Yeah. You I grabbed to, it. Yeah. You yeah, grabbed okay, it quick. I saved it. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, but it, but as always. Oh, and um, our website is launching. It probably be launched by the time this episode airs. So make sure you're checking out our website. And if you enjoy the show, please share it with, with anyone or just share the show, like send it through Spotify or whatever. If you're listening on Apple podcast, we'd appreciate if you gave us a review, good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. We love the feedback. We've been getting great feedback. If you are engaged with us directly through our social uh, medias, I've had actually people send us messages or send me messages, DM me on my Instagram and I share those with Shane because he's not yeah. on there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not kidding. No, you're not. No. <laughs> oh, uh, so, but, but it, I love it guys. Like we want that interaction. Yeah. So, but please continue to, to share that with us, but we appreciate the support and we're going to keep this thing rolling. All right. And as the old saying goes, bye. bye.